This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Do you know the difference between warp drive and impulse power? Do you have an opinion over which design of the USS Enterprise was the best? Do you remember when Klingons didn't have ridges on their foreheads? If you answered yes to those questions, then chances are you're a Star Trek fan. I would like to invite you to listen to my new podcast, The Prime Direction. For 50 years, Star Trek has been affecting people from all walks of life, teaching life lessons and changing the lives of people all over the world. The Prime Direction is the story of those fans. On every episode, I'll sit down with a lifelong fan of Star Trek and trace their fandom back to the very beginning. We'll talk about their favorite characters, the toys they played with, and what their favorite series is. But more importantly, we'll talk about how the show has made their life better. So join me on The Prime Direction on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, as well as our website at CosmicPotato.com. And if you'd like to be on the show, just send me an email at mail at CosmicPotato.com, and we'll arrange a time for you to tell me about your Prime Direction. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 33 of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. As always, my name is Sean and tonight, sitting across the virtual table from me is John Iron. Say hi, John. Hi, John. (laughs) And also also with us here in the virtual studio, uh, fresh from Star Wars Celebration and on our way to Dragon Con is uh, Christina Howard. Christina, how are you doing? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. How was uh, how was Star Wars Celebration? It was fantastic. It was uh, Star Wars Celebration Europe, technically. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Celebration is next year. Oh, okay. Next Easter, actually, Easter weekend, which is totally random weekend to have a convention. <laughs> oh, so tell me what uh, what Star Wars celebrities you got to meet this this time. You know, I didn't actually. Oh, really? Um, I guess I've been to enough celebrations. It's usually the same sort of uh, Star Wars uh, actors that come through. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting many of them over the years, so I didn't really go quite over into that part of the convention. Um, But I did see a lot of the exhibition halls, and there was a lot of stuff there. the Rogue One costume display was there. It was also at San Diego Comic Con as well, um, which was just a 
literally a week later. Like they literally put everything out, boxed it up, put it on a ship, like as fast as they actually they probably put it on a plane. Yeah. And got it straight to San Diego for the next, the following weekend. Basically, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, I can't imagine the logistics behind that. Um, but yeah, there was the the Rogue One display. It was fantastic. Uh, there was a lot of uh, really cool panels. Um, I don't think George Lucas came. He usually does come to the ones in the U.S. Um, I've been to the ones in um, Orlando, um, which is where it is again next year. Yeah. So, um, I guess now things are different since you know it's Disney. And, yeah, he doesn't own it anymore, so I guess. He's yeah, so I guess he doesn't come. So I guess I retired. saw the last yeah. year of that. <laughs> and you got yeah, but, you got to you got to visit some Doctor Who country while you were over there too, right? I. Did yeah, I went to uh, the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff. Um, that was really really cool. Um, it's uh, they basically it's like a two floor experience, and the um, the first floor is um, a, like a kind of like a museum. Kind of talks about Doctor Who. They also have like an experience, like a ride, mm-hmm. basically like a an attraction, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the top floor, they literally have all of the, uh, co- the main costumes from, um, the new, uh, Dr. Who reboot. So, you know, basically everything from the 10th doctor forward. Um, and they have all of their main, their main costumes. They have some of the old stuff too. Um, the, uh, some of those things are like replicas, yeah. recreations and stuff like that. Cause it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, some of the, the suits, the different doctors, the very the the I like to refer to them as the colorful ones. <laughs> yeah, the, the ones that have the yeah, the coats and the scarves and things like that. Um, but it, that was great. Um, and it's also it's Cardiff is where they do a lot of the filming. Yeah. Um. So it kind of stands in for London in several different um, areas. And um, I was with some friends that knew. Um, where things were. So we, you know, scouted out those locations and got to see it. It was really interesting. Yeah, they don't, the, the show takes place in London a lot, but they don't actually go to London very much because I know there were, there was a big scene a couple of seasons ago that they filmed in London. And I remember reading that it was a big deal that they were actually filming in the middle of London and, you know, having to shut down streets and stuff like that to be able to, to do it. So, yeah. It's just like in the in, here in the U.S. we have that same sort of thing where a lot of uh, scenes that are supposed to be in New York or something else are filmed in like say Detroit or, or Canada, Cleveland yeah. <laughs> or yeah um, Vancouver I know is really popular but I know um, you know I live in Columbus Ohio and a lot of movies are filmed up in Cleveland uh, Winter Soldier actually yeah. was partially filmed in Cleveland. Um, and it's just, you know, cities like that, that are having kind of an economic downturn, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, they give them a tax break cause Birmingham does that. We have every now and then we'll have a film, uh, come and, and do a little bit of filming in, in and around the city and they get tax breaks to do it. You know, we've had a, a, a few movies that take place in Birmingham. It doesn't happen a whole lot cause there's no, really not a whole lot to look at other than, you know, countryside out here. Um, there was um there was a movie I, I, the name escapes me I saw it on uh, Facebook uh, some friends of mine were extras at the Alabama Theater in Birmingham uh, just this past weekend I believe 
They filmed Some, uh, Mo- Mother Mom's Day Out or something like that. They they filmed a couple of years ago. It was filmed here in Birmingham, and uh, there was a film called Rustin about ten twelve years ago that they filmed not in Birmingham but close close by over in Springville. They filmed a lot of stuff over there, but yeah, it happens every now it, and then, but not real often. And I guess another city that a lot of people aren't aware of, but has become very important in the you know, for filming right now is Atlanta. Yeah. Um, Atlanta is huge. I mean, but not only that, you know, um, a lot of this, the superhero movies right now are being filmed and, you know, so guardians of the galaxy right now is production is in Atlanta guardians, galaxy two, uh, Spider-Man, uh, also, um, hunger games. Oh yeah. Second to last and the last, I believe. Um, they actually, the convention that I'm going to next weekend, Dragon Con, um, which is over Labor Day weekend, um, is actually was a, is actually takes place in the same hotel that they used for Hunger Games, for the uh, Champion Art Center yeah. or whatever you call that. Yeah. Yeah, I know they film they film Walking Dead over there. Even though Walking Dead doesn't take place in Georgia anymore, it did in the first uh, few seasons, but. Now, story-wise, story they've moved up into Virginia and all that, but they're still filming in Georgia. And, uh, and yeah, I'm jealous that you're going to Dragon Con. I was talking, uh, I recorded a, an episode of this show last night with Rick and uh, Brock Parker from the Alabama Ghostbusters. He's going to be in Dragon Con, too, and I'm jealous. Next weekend is my uh, anniversary weekend, so I can't drag Sherry to, <laughs> to a comic book convention on that weekend, but... Uh, William Shatner's going to be there. I'm kind of jealous, and I'm not going to get to see him. Stuff like that, but... Oh, well. Maybe one year you can just make a compromise. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, John, did you happen to see, and I I talked about this on the other show, too, uh, there was a a show that started this week called Better Late Than Never. Did either one of you guys see that? Uh, no, I know about it. Yeah, um, reality. It's, it's on my list, but I haven't I haven't seen it yet. It looks it looks good. Have yeah. you watched it? It's a reality show in quotation marks. It's uh, uh, William Shatner and Terry Bradshaw and Henry Winkler and George Foreman basically going on a road trip around the world together, and it it was pretty funny. I, it's all. I mean, it, you can tell everything is set up. They're sending them to all these locations. They're, they've got all their situations set up and everything. Their reactions, I believe, are are real to what's going on. And the first two episodes aired the other night, and it was really funny. So I, I recommend it, you know. But yeah, it's just some a lot of aging uh, actors and and athletes getting together and and just having a good time. So I, I recommend it. But, um, before we get into our topic, so our topic tonight is going to be our favorite uh, YouTube channels. And it's something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and John brought it up. And he texted me the other night and said, hey, we should do this. And I said, yeah, I thought about that. And so I thought we'd go ahead and do that tonight. But before we get to that, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, first of all, trailer came out today, or not today, but came out this week for Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. And have either one of you guys heard of this? I haven't. Okay. Actually. You know what? I, it comes out in. I'm just gonna say no. Yeah, it comes. It comes out in October, I think, and it is an animated film based on the Batman TV series from the '60s, and it has Adam uh. West. It has Adam West <laughs> and Burt Ward. 
doing the voices of Batman and Robin, and Julie Newmar is uh, Catwoman. Which, if you recall, Julie Newmar only played Catwoman one time, and it wasn't even on the series. It was on that movie that they made after the after the first season of the of the TV series. But yeah, that's right. In the trailer, it's obvious they're going for the same campy feel. You know, they get they when they hit somebody, you get the pow and all that kind of stuff come up and and. Uh, they got different actors playing the Joker and Penguin and Riddler and all that. So, the, you know, those actors all passed away a long time ago. But in in the trailer, Joker and Penguin, they didn't really look like Cesar Romero and, and Burgess Meredith. They, uh, they look more like uh, something from the old Batman animated show, like, like the one that came on before Super Friends. They look like those characters. So... It's kind of a throwback to that kind of stuff. So uh, it looks like it's going to be funny and something fun to watch, but it's weird seeing a a modern day looking Batman talking and sounding like an 85 year old man. <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, go on YouTube and look up the trailer and watch it. it you know, it, it it might be worth worth watching. But um, the other thing I want to talk about, John, did you ever get around to watching uh, Suicide Squad? No, I haven't no. Seen it. Okay. And I, and I, 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 it'll probably be a winter. Like uh, I, I, I've been uh, warned off of it, I guess, by too many people. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, like I said, I had I had problems with it when we talked about it on the show before, but I had problems with it, but I still thought it was a good movie. Chrissy, hmm. you've seen it, right? Yes. Um, and you know, I, I really like it. Um, but I also really liked, uh, Batman vs Superman too. So, uh, the dark DC ness doesn't bother me. <laughs> like yeah. it bothers some people. I've heard a lot of people go both ways and the other, I think a lot of people didn't like the Joker. Some people like the Joker is just like, you know, well, from what I understand, they cut so much of the Joker out of the movie when they went back and did all those reshoots and they wanted to kind of lighten it up and make it a little funnier they cut so much of the joker out of it that it wasn't the performance that jared um, leto was was wanting to give but the main thing that i wanted to talk about um as far as suicide squad is that i saw some tweets and i saw some facebook posts of young women and teenage girls uh saying that they really wanted to be like harley quinn because she's so fun you know, and she's and she's such a strong female character and stuff like that. But Margot Robbie is getting high praise as Harley Quinn, and I, and I think it's rightly so because I think she did a great job in the role. It was a a pretty faithful portrayal of the character. But Harley Quinn is not a strong female character, or at least she's not supposed to be. You know, she's she's a tragic character. She was a you know she was a psychiatrist. She threw away her successful career, and they showed this in the movie. But there was a lot of the abuse from the Joker that you got. You got some of it in the animated series. You got some of it in the comics, and they downplayed it in the movie. You know that the Joker was really, really mentally, sometimes physically, but mostly mentally and emotionally abusive to Harley Quinn to control her. Agree? Disagree? Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess the I, I've been watching that controversy um, unfold. I guess um, it's interesting because um, I think 
basically, yes, like a lot of girls nowadays, you know, they've been like trying to downplay the whole, you know, Disney princess idol yeah. type situation for girls. And they're trying to give them more like actiony, strong, uh, you know, characters to want to dress up for idolize, you know, for Halloween and all that sort of thing. Um, and what they've realized is that Harley Quinn has like become one of them. And, it, you know, and it's not something that happened with Suicide Squad. It's been something that's been slowly happening yeah. because I don't know if you just pay attention to say Party City, like the costume lineup, there's just like more and more like Harlequin options and stuff like that for for girls and stuff like that. And then it reached to, you know, a, a, you know, this height of Suicide Squad. And um, I actually went and looked this up on Wikipedia while people were like talking about it last week, trying to figure out what her original backstory was versus like her new backstory and they did kind of alter it a bit mm-hmm. um you know and like you said like joker used to like kind of beat up on her like emotionally yeah. he might like grab her by the arm you know just kind of like toss her around and stuff like that just not not too bad you know but they really like wanted to show um in the in suicide squad because it does have like this kind of um dark humorous sort of feel to it yeah you know they wanted to they wanted to um they kind of downplayed some things and then they up they played some things up and um one of the things that i noticed that they they played it that the whole scene um actually i don't want to spoil it but there's there's a scene where um you know the joker does yeah (laughs) there's a there's a scene where the joker does something and you're just like ooh, really Yeah. yeah that's rough and so then you've got like your you know your six-year-old niece or something like going oh i want to be harley quinn for (laughs) you know for halloween and you're like oh like that's that's rough (laughs) because she's kind of like like you said tragic character but in the cartoon like when i was growing up watching like you know batman animated series and stuff like that like harley quinn didn't seem so tragic and it was a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was more made for for teenagers. It was there. It was just kind of subtle. It wasn't. It didn't slap you in the face. I think they may they they did some of it with the with the comics, but but it was definitely there because, like you said, he did. He never hauled off and like gave her a black eye or anything like that. But he would like toss her across yeah, the room times. and stuff like. There that. was yeah. um there was some comic moments, right? Yeah. Definitely, definitely, where he did actually like hit her. Yeah, in the in the cartoon, and you're right, it, it was very rare that you would actually see the physical abuse, but it did it did happen. Um, usually, if his plan was thwarted and uh, he thought it was her fault, mm-hmm. um, he would yeah push her or even hit her a couple times. Well, another thing that they did, and I mean, there are strong female characters in comic book movies that are coming out. I mean, we've got a Wonder Woman movie coming out, and I think she's going to finally, be, yeah, yeah. And then we, we had we had Jessica Jones. You know, I think she was. I think it was it was pretty good, even though there was a lot of kind of tragic abuse stuff in in her past. I think it was kind of a story of her trying to move past that. And, but but then you've got like I don't know if you guys have seen this uh, this film version of the well animated film version of the Killing Joke that came out a few weeks ago. But if you've ever read the the, the comic of the Killing Joke, um, 
something tragic happens to Batgirl. I'm not going to spoil it, but something tragic happens to Batgirl. Well, when they made the film version, they put a whole uh, half-hour story at the beginning of it that was about Batgirl to kind of give her more of a role in the story before the tragic thing happens to her, which happened at the beginning of the comic. That happens in the middle of the movie. So they kind of take this strong character from the comic and they turned her into someone that's seeking approval because she's now now she's she's getting in trouble by Batman and she's seeking his approval and um it was all written for the movie and it shows Barbara you know like I said try, trying to prove herself to Bruce and then they end up having sex <laughs> on the roof of a building and I'm like Batgirl and Batman wouldn't do that. I I don't think they would do that because she w- kind of looked at him as a mentor. She didn't really look at him as a as somebody like that. But then you t- so you've got you take this female character and the person that she's seeking approval from. Now she's having sex with him, you know. And and I, I thought that kind of really punched the character and knocked her down a few pegs in in my eyes because I always thought of Batgirl as being more of a strong female character than that. She's also supposed to be kind of like um, significantly younger than him, so that almost is like gives her like a a daddy complex yeah. or something. Yeah, and I mean she, she is. I think even in this, she was portrayed as being maybe in her twenties, and I always think of Batman as being in his forties or something like that, especially in, late thirties. Yeah, in these animated movies, yeah. anyway. So, so it's just I, not, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say just another thing about Harley Quinn though is that. Um, Another thing that people are, even before the the abuse factor came into this controversy, is just the the change in her costume, uh-huh. where she went from wearing, I mean, it was like a skin tight, like you know, full bodied um, leotard type suit, um, the traditional like Harley Quinn suit, but then now she's, uh, I guess, since the new Fifty Twos, like she's often doing like the. Um, midriff bearing sort of like tight pants or skirt or whatever you know there's like the costume has um been updated to be more revealing yeah and so that was like another thing that was kind of um talked about and i don't know if it's really truly controversial really um i think it's just something that people yeah was interesting that was really i think that started in the video games the the arkham arkham asylum and arkham city she kind of dressed like that but yeah in the movie she's wearing this t-shirt that says daddy's old monster on it all the time and And little booty shorts yeah oh yeah and the camera the camera loved those shorts because we saw them a lot (laughs) yeah yeah but uh but yeah, that was just something that I wanted to talk about, and I've kind of been waiting until we either had you or High Chan on the show because I didn't want to talk about what they're doing to strong female characters, and it's just a bunch of dudes sitting around talking. About it, so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, so our main topic tonight is uh, our favorite YouTube channels. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of people that are and companies that are constantly creating uh content for YouTube that is um I don't know, I mean there's just all kinds of different topics. I mean just about any topic that you like, you can find something on YouTube that'll, you know, kind of scratch that itch a little bit. Um I have a YouTube channel. I don't 
put a lot of videos on it, but I do post episodes of this podcast on there. So, you know, if, if you, if you go to YouTube a lot, you know, you can listen to cosmic potato on YouTube while you're at work or something like that. But <laughs> John, uh, we've been kind of talking around you a lot. So I'm going to let you start our list tonight. I don't mind. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> um, I guess the first on my list, I, I, I don't actually subscribe to a lot of YouTube uh, channels, but uh, I've got I've got uh, one, two, three on my list here. Okay, for tonight, and the first one, the first YouTube channel I ever actually subscribed to is um, Epic Rap Battles. Oh yeah, Epic yeah. Rap Epic Rap Battles of History. Yeah, um, and it was initially I think it started uh, these two guys, Nice Peter and Epic Lloyd. Uh, it, it was like uh, they would do like diss raps for hire. Mm-hmm. So like if you didn't like your boss or whatever, like, <laughs> you could like hire them, and uh, they would like you know, you know, give them some details, and you know they would like do a rap about your boss on a, 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 a you know a diss rap about your boss on YouTube. Um, and then they got the idea of doing like famous people in history. And uh, the one that I, I can't remember if it was just on my Facebook feed or suggested for me, but the uh, the first one I saw was uh, uh, Dumbledore versus Gandalf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do people know about this? This is awesome. <laughs> Repost. This is fantastic. Um, and I think they're they're like five seasons in now, and then. You know, some are better than others. Um, but, like, looking back, I would say, like, season two, because uh, I, was, I was trying to make a list of my favorite ones, my favorite battles, and most of them are in season two, uh, including, but not limited to, Einstein versus Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Batman versus Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and Gandhi versus Martin Luther King. Fantastic. Have either of you uh, watched it? Yeah, I watch them. Uh, uh, I was going to say it's called Epic Rap Battles of History, but they're not all historical figures. You know, they were, the first one that I think I ever saw was uh, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead versus Walter yeah. White from Breaking Bad, which was pretty that funny. Was, that was almost on my list too. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Dumbledore versus Gandalf one. Yeah, they yeah they got they got some pretty good and the, the the raps are actually you know pretty decent raps you know and I, I know yeah, the, they're not they're not uh, coming right off the top of their head riffing like like they do in some of these rap battles that you see like in Eight Mile and stuff like that but but they uh, but they're still pretty good I like them yeah it's it's definitely written and um, and like it, I said some of them some of them are less successful <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, like, they're not always politically correct. Oh, no, no, You know, no. <laughs> but it is, it is a disrupt, so, you know, I, I give them And some of them but, are, you know, they got, they got some pretty rough language in some of them, so you might not want to watch them with the kids in the room or something, but... <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely R-rated. Yeah. I should probably mention that. Yeah, they, um, and they do have guest stars. I think uh, Weird Al was in one of them. And uh, I was in one. Rhett, uh, Rhett and Link, Rhett and Link were on one of them. Which Rhett and Link have a YouTube channel as well. But uh, yeah, they have some. They have some guest stars come in from time to time. 
Yeah, Snoop Dogg was in one. And um, actually, uh, Gen- oh, Gen- oh. Gandhi, I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> uh, Gandhi, I can see one. Gandhi, <laughs> Gandhi and um, Martin Luther King were actually Key and Peele. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, I still right. I still need to see uh, Keanu. Uh, I used to watch. I didn't watch uh, Key and Peele religiously, but I would look them up on YouTube and watch some of the just some of the skits every now and then. But uh, I saw the trailer for Keanu and I thought it was hilarious, and I still hadn't got around to seeing it. So I I can't believe that I haven't gotten around to see that yet. Yeah. That happened while I was in the UK a few weeks ago, yeah. and like just in. I think it's I think it's out on demand now. I yeah, think like probably. This week it yeah. came out on demand. Yeah. I'm going to have to definitely see that one. Well, what's the first and one? All of all of, uh, all of Key and Peele is on Hulu too, I believe. Yeah, like yeah. Every episode. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think they're not even make they're not making it anymore, are they? they I think they stopped making the show. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, the, the, so. the, 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 the show ended. Mad TV is back on. Did you see that? What? Yeah, I was I was scrolling through the channels the other night. And Mad T, it, it said Mad TV. It was on Fox, but it was on like it's in prime time. It's not late night, so I don't it's like know. new episodes. Yeah, yeah, and some of the, I mean, it's got new uh, new people in it, but some of the people like Nicole Sullivan from the old series, they they like do guest appearances or something on it as well. I haven't actually watched it. I just like I said, I just saw that and I looked it up. To see, are these new episodes? Yeah, there's new episodes of Mad TV being made, but they're not. Um, which now, stuff they show on primetime now was late night back in the day, <laughs> you know, so right. they can get away with more on Fox and primetime now than they could 15, 20 years ago when Mad TV started. But okay. Well, Christy, what's the first one on your list? Um, well, for me, I. You know, I really use, like, YouTube as a tool more than anything, and I really watch a lot of entertainment. Um, So I really like tutorials on YouTube. It's, like, my favorite thing. Um, And one, a new um, YouTube channel that I just sort of found out about a few weeks ago um, is by All Me, and it's, like, all as in A-W-E, me. Um, And they do, um, um, like, a run of... Um, episodes called the DIY cosplay shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically just a, a tutorial um, that's um, this one particular um, cosplayer, and I cannot remember her name right now. Um, but anyway, she's, I think she's sponsored um, by some of the um, companies, um, some of the like sewing companies and things like that. Um, but she will like choose a, a project and literally will do it in like two or three days of filming and just like basically just smash it all together and just show the process from start to finish of her building like a costume. It's really great. Um, I, speaking of Suicide Squad, I'm working on an Enchantress costume for myself and um, basically she she had put up a tutorial on it and so I thought, oh, I want to check this out and um, it was it was really it was really neat. Um, she did it before, um, before the, there's a, um, like a visual dictionary kind of guide, a book that came out for Suicide Squad, um, before that came out, like she was, it was before like the movie really released and stuff that she got done with it during like the very, 
beginning hype, I guess. Um, so, you know, she even said, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know everything just yet. This is what I think it's going to look like. And then she just like did it and it, she squeezed it down into, I think it was like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to watch, you know, I think uh, a lot of people don't realize like the time, money and dedication that people put into things like that. Um, um, there, she said they are also going to have, um, guy costumes on there as well. Um, so I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Oh yeah. You can, Uh you can definitely tell, uh, when you go to a convention, the people that have the really awesome costumes, are the ones that really put a lot of time and money and energy into it. And then you got the people that show up and, you know, they just threw something together last night, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I saw you on Facebook talking about making an enchantress, uh, costume. And I, I do want to see what it looks like when you get done with it. Cause I think it's going to be pretty cool. But. Yeah. I was, I was hoping to, it was going to be a last minute kind of dragon con, add to the lineup for me this and i just kind of decided like a week ago i was like oh you know we get the visual dictionary came out and i decided that the costume was a bit more there's a bit more to it it always is it's always there's always more to it um than um than i initially thought so i'm gonna kind of make it you know in time for halloween i decided i extended out my my deadline (laughs) but yeah your youtube is definitely uh, n- not just good for entertainment, but tools like that, like like uh, taking college classes. I can't tell you how many tell you how many times I've watched uh, just videos of people doing math problems <laughs> on oh, yeah. YouTube. You know, I can't figure out how to do this calculus problem, and I'll watch fifteen videos of people doing similar similar problems so that I can figure it out. But I I use YouTube for everything. I you know I was like trying out a new like recipe like a few weeks ago and i did did not know how to mince garlic <laughs> by hand yeah um there's a very specific way to pop those little cloves off the head and everything and i was like okay i'm gonna youtube this right, right now so you know immediately you just go straight to youtube and you see this is how you mince garlic <laughs> yeah. i know fantastic. I, I know how to mince garlic i go to the grocery store and buy a jar of minced garlic <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I same yeah. I'm about the garlic although it is true I, that's how i get my minced garlic but uh yeah like tutorials like for me it's usually um like for a design and i'm a graphic artist so like there's some effect that i'm trying to create and, and it's not working out the way I wanted to, you know, just quick search on YouTube and also car stuff actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, I've, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've had YouTube help me work on my car a few times. Yeah. <laughs> but my to, for, go ahead, Chrissy. I'm sorry. I was going to say how to turn the service light off. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody does that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first, uh, YouTube channel is mental floss. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I get. Yeah, that's a I, I want to start with one of the YouTube because I watch a lot of YouTube and I want to start with one of the ones that makes me sound smarter than I really am. But um, one of my absolute favorites is Mental Floss, and if you've never heard of it, it's Mental Floss is actually a magazine, and it started here in Birmingham many many years ago, and now it's actually based in New York. But the the magazine is just a a source of random information. It has articles about history, science, odd facts, celebrities, both current and past. And, 
and it's just a really interesting magazine for people who like trivia and random knowledge and stuff like that. And they've got some books out too, but the YouTube channel is awesome because it's a bunch of short videos and they range from about four minutes to maybe 10, 12 minutes, something like that. And it's just lists of information. They do random things like the top nerdiest vacation destinations, uh, misconceptions about holidays, misconceptions about the Bible. Uh, they test some uh, life hacks. John Green, who is the author of books like... Uh, why did I just blank on his books? Because I've read a couple. Uh, Looking for Alaska. Um, what is the movie that came out a couple of years ago with... Uh, the girl that had she the had cancer. Yeah, The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, he wrote that. And he, he hosts some videos on mental floss and he he does one of the things that he does is testing life hacks that you find on the internet to find out if they actually work or not. <laughs> and uh, you'd be surprised at how many of them do work and you probably wouldn't be surprised at how many of them do not work <laughs> at all. But <laughs> but yeah, that's one that uh if you just like watching something that you'll just learn, you'll learn something. It might be something useless that may come up in a trivia question later or something like that. But uh, mental floss is, is a good one. So, John, what's the next one on your list? Uh, tabletop from uh, the Geek and Sundry Network. Uh, tabletop is it's basically uh, Will Wheaton playing board games with his friends. Yeah. Which, you know, doesn't sound interesting, but it, it really captures, like, the fun of playing a board game. And, and it's actually introduced me to um, a lot of games that, um, you know, I've, I've never heard of. Ooh, what was that? Um, I just heard a really loud buzz for some reason. It may have just been my computer, but it's... <laughs> it's yeah. like I think I think I think um, I think I got a text. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So and it's uh. So uh, Will Wheaton is is the host, and I think the uh, co-producers uh, Felicia Day, um, nerd actress extraordinaire. Yeah. Um. And they'll have. I can't say like they're famous friends because they're, they're they're famous in like nerd culture. Yeah. But they're you know it's, it's not like uh, I don't know it's not like ScarJo stopping by. <laughs> but uh, but it's yeah it's 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 a good basically they're they're like you know they they compress um, these various board games or card games or whatever role playing games. Into you know thirty minute little deal, so you'll so they'll if it's a really long game, sometimes I'll break it into like parts one and two. Um, but it's 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 cute. It's it's a good introduction to a lot of new games without having to like spend the money to or the time to play them yourself. And I and I use it like to see if it's if it's a game that I'd be interested in if it looks fun. And uh, yeah, I've, I've I'd say that you know three or four games I probably bought um, because they looked like they were having a good time. But the game that I loaned you, uh, Geek Out, yeah, Sean, that that was one of the ones that I, I, I saw on uh, on um, tabletop. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of I've heard of that channel before. I've never actually gone. I, I'm a Will Eaton fan. Um, he 
he shows up on the Nerdist podcast a lot because he and uh, Chris Hardwick are like best friends, or they were they were best friends when they were teenagers and stuff. So uh, he shows up on that a lot, but and I've I've heard him talk about tabletop. I've just never actually gone and watched it, but I've I've me- I've meant to. I do like board games, so I should. Yeah, Chris Chris Hardwick has has um, been on that show a couple times. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. Okay, Christina, what's the next one on your list? Um, my next favorite one is called Professor P- Pincushion, <laughs> um, and it is an excellent, excellent um, tutorial for um, sewing problems. So I like to sew. Um, I have a degree in sewing. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, but it's uh, it's it's a great resource. I always um, point people to that direction, but. Um, I find that the the lady that does it, um, she's pretty humorous, and she gives really clear um, directions on on sewing. Um, you know, in the ins and outs, I guess. You know, on how to do individual things. I think it's probably one of the best like sewing resources on on YouTube. It's it's pretty great. Um, so for all you cosplayers that want to learn how to set a zipper in, in a stretch bodysuit um, because that's necessary in life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a must. It, it really I, is, I, yeah. I could tell you some stories. <laughs> yeah. I can't sew a button, so... <laughs> I mean, really. I will, I, okay, next time I see you, we'll, we'll sew a button. You'll teach me how to sew a button. I, yeah, I, I, it's, it's probably so something easy. I should know how to do, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, the next one on my list is Wheezy Waiter. And uh, this one, it won't make me look as smart, but I actually, I found the Wheezy Waiter channel because uh, the guy that's on it, his name is Craig Benzine, and he was one of the hosts on Mental Floss. He did some of the videos on there, and uh, I followed him to his channel and started watching some of his stuff, and he's he's just a funny guy that's really good at editing videos and likes to do commentary on stuff that's going on in the news and just his life in general. The name of the channel is called Wheezy Waiter because he used to be a waiter and he has asthma. So <laughs> it's, it's simple. But his videos are usually... Uh, well, sometimes it's just him talking about stuff. Sometimes he does more of a vlogumentary kind of thing because he went to film school, so he likes to make some short films. And uh, he just kind of takes the camera and follows himself around all day and shows the things that he's doing. He doesn't do that as much anymore because he says that um, he wanted to he wanted to make videos about his day, but then it turned into his day being all about making the video because he would video it all night, all day and then he'd spend four hours at night to edit it so he could put it out the next day. And he got to be it, it wasn't as fun anymore, so he so he went back to doing more of the just talking to the camera kind of thing. And um but he he works on a couple of web series as well, and he has a band, and you know he he shows that kind of stuff on his show, and it's funny. Uh, my my daughter doesn't like it; she hates it when I put it on because you know I've got Chromecast, so when I watch YouTube, I usually throw it up on my TV and watch it, and uh, and she hates it. So, <laughs> but he's 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 kind of close to my age, and one of the the funny things that he does that um, editing wise is that he. Uh, he likes to do little films where he would have other people in it, but he doesn't have other people to be in it. So he just he does this little gag where he makes clones of himself, and so he has like uh, 
various clones that have different personalities. Like he's got accountant clone and he's got, you know, uh, cool guy clone and nerdy clone and stuff like that. And then when he's done with them, he sends them to the alligator pit and, <laughs> and the alligator eats them and then he's done with them. But, uh, it's, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've messaged him a few times trying to get him to come on one of my podcasts, but it hasn't happened yet. So <laughs> I, I think I dream about being able to just be creative and make a living off of it and not have to get up and go to a job every day. And so he makes these videos and he works on a few other web series and he gets paid for it. And I think that's pretty cool. So especially if you ever hear him in an interview, tell a story of how he was going through a time where he wasn't making enough money waiting tables to pay his bills. So he figured that he would make videos and get paid for it. Cause who wouldn't just think, Hey, I'm not making enough money. I think I'll make YouTube videos, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but it worked out for him. So he, I mean, he doesn't live an extravagant lifestyle, but he has enough money to support himself and his wife. And you know, and he has a good time. So, so Wheezy Waiter, and he he has another channel. He actually has two channels. One's called Wheezy Waiter. The other one's called Wheezy News, and it's more of Wheezy Waiter. He kind of does does the uh, the short film kind of stuff, and Wheezy News is more of the I'm just sitting here looking at the camera talking, and I'm not doing any fancy edits and stuff like that. You know, so check both of those out. So. John, what's the next one on your list? Um. Not to be confused with epic rap battles, but it is <laughs> Death Battle by Screw Attack. Uh, so what they'll do is they'll take two uh, usually similar um, fictional characters, um, like uh, like Batman versus Captain America mm-hmm. or Terminator versus RoboCop, and they will get. Um, obsessively exact with what their capabilities are based on like all the <laughs> based on like you know comic books out there the movies the shows whatever they whatever the source material is kind of the uh, video games and okay well in this scene i mean they won't they won't say it this way but they will show okay they, th- this character has you know has been shown to like he, he can lift an elephant with one hand the average elephant weighs so and so which means that the Presumably, this guy can lift this much, and and they like they'll put it into actual mathematical terms. Yeah. Even though they know they're talking about you know ridiculous things like a guy, he can you know shoot a beam of light that will vaporize uh, you know a city block as shown in this, and you know the 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 evaporation temperature of concrete is this, which means that the thing has to be this hot. Uh, so they'll 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 you know do a, a brief introduction on uh, each character. It's usually like it's one on one fight, and um, you know, and at the end they'll say, "Now it's time for a death battle," <laughs> and they'll they'll do some kind of like animation to put everything that they've shown into effect. And and usually it'll look often it'll look like an eight bit video game. Um, animation. Sometimes it'll look like an actual cartoon. Sometimes it'll look like a, like a 3D, like like a highly polished looking 3D animation. Um, but it's hosted by these two guys. Uh, um, this is not the real names, obviously. Uh, Wiz and Boomstick. And one is more the nerd, and one is one is like the uh, uh, more of a not quite a jerk, but this is. You know, just the the boorish kind of 
uh, crude character, mm-hmm. but it's 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 really funny. It, so it like it <laughs> it tickles my every ivory, <laughs> as no one says ever. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's 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 nerdy. It's entertaining. It's superheroes, and even a lot of times they'll they'll do characters that um, like I may be vaguely familiar with or not know at all. But because like like if it's you know. Again, I don't get to play a lot of video games anymore. So uh, some characters from games I'm just not familiar with, like though I may vaguely kind of know. Uh, like I've never played a Halo game. Yeah. But you know, I know who Master Chief is, sorta. You know, but they'll they'll do the little introduction, and you know they'll give you the backstory, they give you the abilities, they give you the weapons, whatever. So even if you don't know who it is, it's still entertaining to watch because they'll give you everything you need to know to enjoy the fight afterwards. Yeah. And uh, they usually last, the yeah, average is about you know, 10, 15 minutes long. Um, but like, I think the, they, they did um, Goku versus Superman. And that was like a half hour. <laughs> um, and, oh, and so, all right, so they'll do the winner. They'll, they'll, like I said, they'll give you the stats at the beginning They'll do the battle in some kind of animation style. And then at the end, they'll explain why the one, why the person won. Because it's not always who you would think would win. You know, like if you, if I would just the name two random superheroes and you think, okay, well, obviously that guy's going to beat the other guy. But then at the end, like I've never felt like, no, that doesn't make sense. Like even if I disagreed with their decision, after they explained it, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. That's, uh, yes, he should have won. Fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it takes uh, nerd comic book fighting way too seriously, but it doesn't. And it's just not serious enough and just serious enough to be like the perfect, it, wor- it works that line perfectly. So I, I recommend it to everyone. That reminds um, me of uh, when I went to Magic City Con, one of the panels that I went to, we played a game, and it was like a classic um, kind of a fantasy football type board where you, they take different, they took different Star Wars and different Star Trek characters, and they would pit them against each other. And, of course, the audience would pick who was going to go against who and everything, and, and <laughs> one of the ones that they picked was... Wesley Crusher versus Jar Jar. Yeah. Huh. And and we actually had discussions. We I mean it was it was really that, fun. Wait, wait, just just so I'm clear. We're not Riker. I mean I'm sorry, Wesley Crusher. Not, I mean not Will Wheaton, the actual the character of Wesley The character Crusher. Wesley Crusher, yeah. Okay. Um Wesley Crusher should win. Actually actually I think that the uh the audience determined that Jar Jar would win. Just because, just because he stumbles <laughs> backwards into into winning things, <laughs> you know, so he would just kind of stumble backwards and 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 do something. <laughs> One of them was um, Yoda versus I can't remember which Star Trek character they put Yoda against. I think it was like Worf or something like that. And Yoda won just because he's so small and fast, you know, stuff like it was. It was fun, but it was it was stuff like that, but. Okay, Christina, what's the next one on your list? Um, my last one to, like, I guess, round out my tutorial 
favorites, <laughs> I guess, um, is um, the uh, Kamui Cosplays uh, tutorial channel is uh, fantastic. She's kind of like led the way uh, for um, Warbler tutorials. So Warbler is like a thermoplastic that a lot of people use to make armor um, cosplay items with. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the a lot of the video game uh, costumes you see, or um, World of Warcraft, or anything like that, especially World of Warcraft. I think that's like probably one of the biggest things. A lot of that, you know, that um, those armor pieces that you see um, on costumers or and or cosplayers is actually um, a material called Warbla, which mm-hmm. is this like firm plastic that. Um, you can heat it up with like a heat gun or a hair dryer, and it just gets all moldable, and then you can just kind of like mold it into shape. Therefore, it's called a thermoplastic. Yeah. It's fantastic stuff. Um, she's kind of like been like the, um, I don't know, the trailblazer when it comes to that stuff. And she's like made all these really cool um, tutorials and just really like, you know, made it easier for everybody else to understand. She's wrote a few books, actually. She's published them um, on the subject, and so it's just it's she she's a great resource if you ever want to, like, go into into that sort of thing, and that's kind of, like, one of the next steps I think I might take. Mm-hmm. Um, try to play with something, like, outside of my comfort zone that's not fabric. Um, so, I'm really, really curious about that. So, I've been looking into that um, on YouTube, but there's, like, so many tutorial like in the costume sewing sort of part of the nerdy world of youtube there's so many so many different really good ones but that's one that i think is a must see yeah i mean i've learned a lot about podcasting over the last year from watching some youtube videos of guys that know a lot more about it than i do and you know kind of showed me how that's i mean it's a it's a great tool for learning but we actually have a um a podcasting um track at DragonCon that's nothing but panels on podcasting. Oh really? I did and I did one in other things like YouTube. Yeah, I did one at Magic City Con. I did a panel that was kind of podcasting for dummies and actually I put the panel on one of the episodes of this show. I can't remember which episode it was. It was like episode 21 or 22 something like that. Uh, so listeners, if you go back, I think the episode title is just Magic City Con 2016, and the first 30 minutes or so is uh, Rick and myself kind of talking about what we experienced at the con, and then after that, uh, just I I recorded the panel on my phone while we were (laughs) while we were doing it, and then I posted the audio up. So if you want to learn a little bit about how you can get started in podcasting without spending a ton of money doing it, buying equipment and stuff like that. Podcasting for dummies, it'll kind of teach you a little bit of a little bit about that. But I've got actually, uh, I've got two more, so I'll, I'll do both of them real quick. But um, the first one is honest trailers from Screen Junkies, and um, yeah, that, that was that was one of my honorable mentions. Okay, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a YouTube channel that has, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but they. Screen Junkies has a lot of stuff. They actually have a video podcast that kind of is kind of like this one, but it's a but it's videos. The guys sitting in front of the camera doing the same thing we're doing. But um, one thing they do is honest movie trailers, and they take a movie 
it's not always a current movie. Sometimes it's an, it's an older movie, and they do those all the time. And I think they come out with a new one every week, maybe every couple of weeks. But they uh, they do a trailer with a guy that sounds like a classic trailer voice guy, like Don LaFontaine, you know. Um, but they they talk about the goofy stuff that's in the movie. They point out plot holes. They make fun of movies that the actors would star in later. Um, it's really hard to describe and relate just how funny it really is. But I, I saw one the other day for the Bourne trilogy. Um, and the announcer says something like, watch as all the characters talk about the asset. And then they played like a compilation of a bunch of times that the word asset was said in those three movies. Just <laughs> asset, the asset, the asset, the asset, the asset, you know. And um, they do TV trailers and they've got, uh, they do game trailers as well. But the one that I really like is the uh, movie trailers. They did a Deadpool trailer where Ryan Reynolds actually guest starred as Deadpool doing his own trailer with the announcer. That was really, really cool. And, and <laughs> of meta. course it yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's trailers for Batman v Superman and all that. And they also do older ones all the time like Batman 89 and uh, Jaws and Back to the Future and stuff like that. So, John, you said you, you watch it, right? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I have watched it. Um, I can't say I watch it uh, religiously or anything, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that and um, <laughs> somebody's at the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm in my sanctum sanctorum. And <laughs> my family has no respect for that. <laughs> um, the the other one that's kind of like that is uh, how it should have ended. Yeah, yeah, I love that one too. <laughs> <laughs> let me in let me in <laughs> Chrissy have you, have you ever watched uh, Honest Trailers I haven't but I'm going to go check it out now because yeah. that sounds hilarious yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty good like I, I I'm not a 100% fan because a lot of times I'm like okay well like they'll it, it's, it's almost it's kind of because they're making fun of a movie that you like. <laughs> well, no, I mean I can I can take it making fun of a movie, but like, um, it's well, okay, yes, yes, kind of. <laughs> but like, I, I feel like a lot of the criticism is just like, um, it's kind of whiny, kind of nitpicky. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, you know, well, we do that on here. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But yeah, how, you, well, you you mentioned how it should have ended. That that one's funny too. Uh, uh, that's uh, where they take a, a film and they give you alternate endings using animation, and uh, and they're they're pretty funny sometimes too. But um, the other one that I like that I wanted to mention is bad lip reading, and oh, good call. This one I, I had to put on the list, even though. They're really slow to add new videos. They, they 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 come out with one maybe every couple of months. But when you watch it, um, it'll have you in stitches. The funniest ones are the NFL videos because uh, what they do is they, they take video of NFL players and the coaches and all that kind of stuff on the sidelines uh, and take all the audio out, which most of the time you can't hear what they're saying anyway. But they take all the audio out and they add their own. And they say things that actually match what their mouths are, are moving to. So it makes it look like they're just muttering a bunch of nonsensical phrases, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, they show interviews, they replace the words, and it syncs up almost 
perfectly and just and makes me roll. But uh, since the NFL videos came out, they've also gone back and done some uh, Game of Thrones, some Star Wars, Twilight, Walking Dead. Uh, those are some of my favorites. And then they also have political ones, like they did the Democratic and Republican National Conventions and the primary debates <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And they're pretty funny, too. So That reminds me of the uh, the 80s music videos where they go over. And yeah, like, and they change they, the word. Yeah. They change the words. And make them like, oh, uh, like the honest. Uh, it's, it's more... Uh, there's one that they... I can't remember the name of it, but they take old music videos... And they change the words so that the singer is singing about what's actually in the video at the time. Yeah, yeah, that, there's and, that too. Yeah. That's another spin on it. Th- those are hilarious to me. Yeah. You know, like 80s old like MTV videos are always so bizarre. Well, I guess modern ones are too, but <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Does anybody have any honorable mentions? Um, I already mentioned it. Oh, wait. Um, uh, Bad Dad. I don't. I don't think he's really doing it anymore. Oh yeah, bad dad. Yeah. Oh, but, that. Yes, I love him so much. Uh, yeah, I, I aspire to be him. <laughs> There's one that I'll mention. Um, that's actually made here locally. It, it's it, Talladega, Alabama, is not far from where I live, and uh, there's a guy there that does one called Southern Mom. Oh yes, yeah. yes! I saw that recently. Yeah, yeah. He, yes, he, that's he does so all the time. accurate too. All the time, and he, um, he just. I mean, he 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 doesn't look like a woman, but he, uh, but he imitates the way you hear some of these southern country women like at the ballpark and stuff like that, yelling at their kids and yelling at their husband and stuff like that, and every phrase that he says you've actually heard someone say before and it's just it's it's hilarious (laughs) he just did the one on um like going to the beach basically yeah like in the car like (laughs) and as everything he says i'm like i've heard that before yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna put that on my list we have a segment that we're going to start in this in this episode and it'll be a random segment. We won't do it in every episode. Basically, it's only going to be done when either Chrissy or Hi Chan are here. Because, Uh-oh. yeah, um, John and I, and, and and Rick as well, when we're talking about movies, a lot of times 80s movies come up. And sometimes Hi Chan or Chrissy will say, I've never seen that movie before. I'm too young to have watched that. But uh, so what we thought we'd do is John and I are going to pick some 80s movies and we're going to assign them to you. And oh, goodness. you'll watch them. And then, you know, the next time you're here, the next time you're able to be on the show, we'll talk about them, whether you actually like them or whether you actually hate them. We're not going to assign you movies that are terrible on purpose. We're going to, we're going to we're, we're going to assign you movies that we actually liked when we were kids. Now the, the thing about 80s movies, the reason that they come up so much with people of our generation is because when we were kids, they showed these movies all the time on television. You know, you don't see movies on television as much on, you know, network television at night and stuff like that anymore. You uh you have to either uh, watch them. Uh, sometimes they, they'll come on cable and stuff like that. But uh, 
you actually have to own them if you're going to watch them all the time. And but right. some of these, or, or seek them out. Yeah, or seek like them you, out. You would have to like, hey, I want to see so and so. It wouldn't just constantly be on your television, right? <laughs> right. Um, and actually, I I know your dad since he's my uncle. And I know your brother since he's my cousin. So <laughs> so I, I, I'm I'm thinking you've probably seen more '80s movies than we probably think that you have. But so I've got a. I've got a list, and I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to find which one of these that you haven't seen, and I'm going to make you watch it, and then John's going to give you one too. Uh, okay. And all of these, you're actually going to you may not find them on Netflix. You may I looked them up. If you have to pay for them, they're only going to be like three bucks on like Google Play or something like that. So I'm not going to give you okay. something that you're going to have to spend fifteen dollars to watch it or something. Like that. <laughs> have you ever seen Highlander? From 1986. I have. Okay. Oh my gosh! Yes. Have you ever seen Real Genius from 1985? Oh no, I haven't. I okay. haven't seen that one. That. I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. Okay, that I want you to watch. That. That's a good one. Real Genius from 1985, starring Val Kilmer. All right, I'm writing this down. Okay. Did you not know this was going to happen to you? No, I didn't tell her. I, no, he didn't tell me. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll get him back at Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. What you got for Have you seen Raising Arizona from 1987? I haven't. And that was the year I was born. So, yes. <laughs> All right. That would be why. <laughs> I, had, I, had I had a list um, as well. But, yeah, Raising Arizona, is, is, that's a good choice. I'll go with that. And Actually, it, you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you the option. Okay. Uh, Raising Arizona, starring uh, Nicholas Cage and Holly Hunter, or Lady Hawk. Or Lady Hawk. I haven't Lady seen Hawk either of those. From '85, uh, starring uh, Matthew Broderick and Rutger Hauer. Uh, Raising Arizona is uh, genius slapstick comedy, kind of the first really big hit from the Coen Brothers. Yeah, Coen Brothers. I was about to say, yeah. Oh, I like Coen Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And, Raising and, Arizona, uh, I've probably seen twenty five times. I think Lady Hawk, I've probably only seen once. So that's the one. Well, then you should watch it too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assigning it to you. <laughs> That was a twist you weren't expecting. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I watch stuff all the time. <laughs> I watch Star Trek Renegades, so I'm used to watching bad stuff. <laughs> it's not bad. To... <laughs> it it was uh, it was a little experimental. So Lady Hawk is like a magical uh, sword and sorcery fantasy kind of deal, but it's uh... well, I, I'm not gonna say anything else about it. I liked it. <laughs> Well, okay, so just out of curiosity, what were some of the other options, just so I can know? Um, I had, I mean, and they may come up in the future, because we'll we'll do this again, but uh, I, also, <laughs> I also had uh, Stand By Me from 86, okay. uh, Willow from 88, yes. and uh, Starman from 84. I've seen Willow. Okay. Did you like it? Yeah. You haven't yeah. seen Stand By Me? I haven't, Okay. No. Uh, Nah, I'm 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 gonna stick I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with real genius, but stand by me will be next. After you <laughs> do yourself. after you do real genius, we'll do uh, stand by me. And uh, yeah, my my only other one is um, never ending story. 
Oh yes, no, I grew up watching that one. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say, but I figured that, that you probably seen that. They, I yeah. think they they make they made them watch that in school, <laughs> probably. Yeah, that's we one did. Of those rain- we did watch <laughs> that in. School. That's one of those uh, rainy. Oh. It's a, it's a rainy day. We can't go outside, so we're gonna watch Neverending Story. It's either that or The Goonies. You know, <laughs> they show one yeah. of the two. But um, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna watch Real Genius, and are you gonna watch Raising Arizona, or are you gonna watch Lady Hawk? I think I'm gonna watch Raising Arizona. Okay, all right. So you're gonna watch yeah. those. Now, if Hai Chan had you been here, be disappointed. if Hai Chan had been here, then she would be assigned the same ones. And actually, you know what? I'm probably gonna just email her and tell her to watch them too. So <laughs> I want to yeah. tell her to watch those same two movies, and then the next time uh, you guys are on here, uh, we'll talk about them. So this is this will be a way that uh, we will introduce you guys to some great. 80s cinema and we may do we may do a twist and let you guys assign us some some movies that we might not have seen that are a little more see recent i would love that but i but i i feel like there's a there's a much greater likelihood that we've seen stuff that they haven't seen than, that's probably true then they've seen stuff that we haven't seen though well, I, just, I do watch a lot of foreign films so unless you i don't know about yeah. high chan but well i mean yeah. i well, I mean, Hai Chan writes articles about TV and film for USA Today, so I know she's she's probably seen a lot of stuff. It's just uh, stuff comes up in conversation. She actually said in one episode that I, I wasn't alive in the 80s, you know? So I was like, okay, yes. well, we need to assign you some uh, 80s films. But um, I was alive in the 80s. Barely, I just don't remember it. Barely. You were, you were what, three in 1990? So. <laughs> three, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's uh, pretty much all we've got for this episode. So, uh, if you want to know more, if if you want to know more about this show or listen to some of the other stuff that we've got to offer, you can check us out on cosmicpotato.com. Uh, you'll find links to this show as well as um, some other stuff, including the Prime Direction that I'm doing, that where I interview Star Trek fans of all varieties, all walks of life. Uh, you can contact us by finding us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, just do a keyword search and you'll find us, or you can email us at mail at cosmicpotato.com. And remember, wherever you get the show, uh, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever, please, please, please leave us a review and a rate, a rating, and that'll go a long way toward helping us uh, get new listeners for this podcast. And Christina, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And I would say have fun at Dragon Con, but this episode will actually probably come out after Dragon Con, so I hope you had a good time. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I'm sure I did. <laughs> and uh, tell William Shatner I said hi, and uh, and try to. Oh, get, I'll do that. Try to get him to come on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I yeah. You just need to send me a business card. Absolutely. I'll just slide it right. There. I've got some stickers, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, whatever works. And John, pleasure as always. Yeah, have, have I have I not? I don't think I have, but uh, I just want to say. I love the the inherent time travel aspect of uh, us recording stuff, and then it coming out after. So, like, we'll like the the, the future and the past are all mixed together in one <laughs> big cosmic uh, tachyon infused globule of uh, cyberspace. And uh, thanks for that. Hey, no problem. Whatever I can do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like being on Doctor Who. It's it's. Wonderful. It is. Well, the it thing is. the thing is. Um, we are. I, I'm. I'm a part-time podcast. Co- the future past. Yeah, I'm a part-time college student, and I'm going back to class next week. So, 
I'm not going to have time for the next couple weeks to record. So I recorded an episode last night that will probably come out tomorrow. And then this episode will be a week or two after that. Because as I said in the last episode, the release dates for this show are going to kind of slow down. We've been doing uh, episodes that have been released every week for the last over, you know, over the over the summer. I was doing it that way. Well, it's going to slow down to every two weeks or so. Uh, for the next few months because I'm going to be so busy trying to keep up with class and all that kind of stuff. Recording the show is not a big deal. So the episodes may be an hour and a half or two hours sometimes, but it's finding the time to edit them and all that kind of stuff and put in the theme music and all that that I'm not going to have as much time to do. So so I'm recording this tonight so that I can release it probably next week. So, But it'll be after Dragon Con. So. But anyway... That explanation bored the listeners. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody for listening. And because if it weren't for you, we'd just be sitting here talking to ourselves. So, take care and bye bye. Bye.